Hey guys, welcome to Peace of Authenticity with the Andersons. We're live every Monday morning and we want to be current and authentic and genuine in every topic that we bring for you guys. Nothing is more refreshing than when people are open and honest with their walk with God. And that's just what we want to do. We want to have conversations with you weekly that ignite you and challenge you to be the best that you can be. A lot of times we think that we have to have it all put together and we put on masks to get through our week. But here, we want to be able to just talk it out. Exactly how it comes out is exactly how it's going to be. So join in on the conversation. Ready? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. Hey, everybody. What's going on? We hope you had an amazing weekend. Yeah, absolutely. The, um, the weather's been amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So. It has. We had, we had Gray in the backyard, and he was just, you know, eating leaves <laughs> and, and grass and stuff. It was awesome. It was um, great. But what a blessing it is after all that ice and snow that we oh had. Oh, my gosh. Everything to be. Yeah, able to wear shorts and stuff, but it's awesome. But welcome to the podcast this week. Actually, um, we want to talk about something awesome, which is kind of goes against what we're talking about now. We're sitting here saying, thank the Lord that it, it's beautiful outside because then everybody's going to start going to the lake and they're going to, you know, start doing more things outside and, and life just kind of ramps up mm-hmm. when it gets warmer outside. But actually what we wanted to talk about is understanding how to embrace not only uh, not only accept but also to embrace rest and not yeah. just rest like as in well yeah save room for nap time that that's not that's not what we're saying we're talking about biblical rest the kind of the kind of rest that allows you to unburden yourself for the cause of Christ mm. yeah and it's like uh, I think I used to categorize rest as just like having a lazy day where I'm on the couch watching a show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and it doesn't. That's not always what it is because it, it's a it's a rest of our mind, our heart, our soul. You know what I mean? Our spirit. It's like resting in. Oh, it's just so much more than that. It's so much more than just like laying our body down. I think is what <laughs> a lot of the times what we think rest is, but there's like so much more to it and. We've been reading the Gospels, and so Mm. all about Jesus has been amazing. And Jesus was a man that rested, even though his ministry was the most amazing um, blow-up kind of ministry ever. I mean, there were times when he was preaching up to 15,000 people. That's what a lot of experts think about the 5,000 that Jesus preached to, because those are just the men. So there's women and children. And so, yeah, he was like preaching to all these people but he made it a point to rest and we he's our perfect example of how to be yeah you know? so I mean, he might have had to have gotten into a boat and told the disciples to row while he slept in that boat but mm-hmm. he, he found time to rest because i think that something um that in in the old covenant right something that god understood that he shared with moses is keeping the sabbath day holy because yeah. he he understood that instead of working and being busy seven days a week, taking that one day to rest and recover makes you more productive really in the long run than just going, 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 going all the time. Mm -hmm. But that's not exactly what we're talking about. We're talking about finding rest 
in Jesus, like in Christ alone mm-hmm. to where it's like, because a lot of times we, we go, 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 go. And we're, and we're nonstop. And, you know, we might listen to Christian music while we're driving in the car, or we might hear a sermon. I mean, we hear sermons on, on Sundays at church, you know, and, and all these other things, but I'm talking about finding rest, you yourself, finding rest in Jesus on a daily basis, right? Like we're supposed to, the Bible says that, that when you go to your secret, your secret place and you pray that God who sees you in secret, Mm -hmm. you know, he, like he sees you and he will reward you, right? So that shows me that that's important. God values my time with his son, you know, just Mm -hmm. in the midst of, with, with the Holy Spirit just going, but finding rest i think that it's it's important to understand that okay so in mark chapter 6 jesus feeds the 5000 mm-hmm. right and then in mark chapter 8 he turns around and he feeds the 4000 completely separate events yeah right but but one thing is consistent when jesus was about to teach he would say to the crowds or whoever was listening sit down now, does that you know? Does that mean? Why would Jesus say that? And and it's been re- it's been like wrecking me because I keep reading through. We've read through Matthew, and now we're reading through Mark, and even into Luke today. And every time Jesus is about to is about to teach these crowds, he always tells them to to sit down. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sitting here going, well, you know, it, I can't sit still, or else my brain stops working. But I think that Jesus was trying to teach us. And teach those people of that time that, listen, I'm about to give you some major wisdom right now. Sit down and take this in. Remove all distractions and just sit down and take this in. Well, it makes me even think about whenever you really want someone to concentrate, truly concentrate, you have them sit down. Like I remember like... um, Oh, I can't even remember. But, you know, when you're a little kid and your parents are like, okay, sit down. I need to talk to you. You know yeah. what I mean? It's literally like that. Like, sit down so that you're not thinking about, like, you know, walking, moving. You're just sitting and you're listening. And I just, I, I thought of that when you were saying that. Because, yeah, Aubrey came in earlier this morning when we were reading. And he was like, Jordan, Jesus always tells everybody to sit down. Why? Why? And I was like, um... I don't, I don't know, Aubrey, but it was really, it was really getting to you. <laughs> yeah, it really was. And so it just kind of stuck in my mind. And I was like, okay, so, so if, if the Bible is, is the blueprint, like we say that it is, we follow the Bible because of, of what's in it. It's our, you know, it's our, it's our map. And, and if Jesus said it, then I'm going to follow it. And I, so I started putting the pieces together of how every time he said, Jesus, before he would start to preach, he would tell the crowd to have a seat or to sit down. Yeah. And it was, oh man, it was just wrecking me because I couldn't really understand it. But then it also made me think of Mary and Martha, right? In in Luke chapter 10, yeah, where he goes to have dinner at their house. And, and a lot of us know the story, but just in case you don't, uh, Martha is running around like a crazy person trying to make supper for Jesus and all the disciples and, and everybody that's visiting the yeah. house. And Jesus is teaching in the other room and her sister Mary decides to just go and sit at the feet of Jesus. 
while Martha is still like refilling drinks, you know, cooking mm-hmm. food. I imagine it was probably a multiple course meal. I don't know. I mean, he is the Messiah. So if you right. think of somebody that's like a hostess, they're like, he needs the best. Yeah. I mean, so we're, we're I talking about the king of kings, right? <laughs> yeah. He's coming to your house. So it's, you have, and, and you have the contrast of two different people in that story because you have the ones who their sole focus is man, I just got to get closer with the Lord. And then you have the other side that's all production-based. Like we said, you're going, going, going nonstop. You just see needs and you fulfill needs. And and I'm not saying that fulfilling needs is not important because it is. But resting at the feet of Jesus is more important. And that's not my words. That's what Jesus said. And And that's it. Right there, Aubrey, that's what rest is, resting at the feet of Jesus. That is true rest that will replenish you, body, soul, mind, spirit. That's that's what that will do. Like right when you said that. Because, yeah, literally Martha was like, "Um, Jesus, listen, like, do you see me walking around, like running around (laughs) like a crazy person? My sister's being lazy, just like sitting there listening to you talk. And Jesus is literally like, no, Mary's doing the right thing. Yeah. So you're not going to keep her from that is pretty much what he said. Yeah. And so it's like, Wow. Like even, even the, um, the parable that Jesus talked about, Aubrey, we were talking about yesterday and Matthew, it was the workers in the field. So a man started, um, hiring workers starting in the morning for the work day. And he was like, I will pay you one denarii for today. And he, he had the first group go in and they were working the field. And, and then he bumped into some other people in the middle of the day and some people like at the end of the day. And he mm-hmm. said, he agreed with them. He would all pay them one denarii. And so at the end of the day, the ones that worked all day were mad because they're like, some of these people have only worked an hour. Like, what the heck? Like, how are we getting paid the same amount as someone that has barely worked an hour? Mm-hmm. And, and that's kind of what this is. It's like it, true rest is the opposite of a works-based mindset. Yeah. Because you can live a life of rest and not be lazy, not be slothful, not be, you know, all these things that the world or America tries to say that you are if you're really resting, if you're being a Mary. America don't like Marys. Like, America does not like Marys um, because there is work that needs to be done. Mm -hmm. But also, true rest is stepping back and looking at the eternal and looking at what is going to last forever because Jesus also talked about you can collect all the riches in this world that you want, but you can't take it with you like moth are going to destroy it eventually and it will all just be trash eventually you know what what's eternal is what really matters and i think that all goes with the true rest because if you can really rest in who you are and not what you can do and that's rest living in a mindset mm, yeah i need to learn that Aubrey. yeah (laughs) Well, I just I just think it's crazy because I wanted to read this just really quick because the wording here in Luke chapter ten is crazy because like as you were saying a second ago, Martha's like, um, hello, Jesus, can you tell Mary to do something? But um, Martha says it just like this, and and I I want I want to, to like I want everybody that's listening to this to really gauge your heart and just think of a time where you've been here because I know I have. Um, and, and Martha came to Jesus and she said, Lord, doesn't it seem unfair mm. to you that my sister just sits here while I do all the work? Tell her to come and help me. But then then this is, this is what Jesus says. And this is what I love about Jesus because 
I feel like every day Jesus just got to drop the mic on people because he was just saying, man, all you people with, with a productive mindset and a mm-hmm. works mindset and a religious mindset, you have to repent, which obviously we all know repentance means switching your focus. It's it's re changing the way that you think. It's mm-hmm. not it's not, you know, oh I'm I'm sorry, Lord, for this and I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry for that. Like, I mean it is okay to to come to the Lord, you know, and f- repent of your sins. But oh, yeah. it, it's also it's also important to change your mindset because if you don't fix your mindset then it's not true then repentance. Then it's not true repentance. Yeah. And it's not gonna it's not gonna last. It's gonna be like a fad diet that you're on for a couple of weeks and then you're just gonna fade away. But mm. this is what Jesus says. He says, my dear Martha, I also love that Jesus never gets upset with anybody Mm-mm. when he's correcting them either. He's just kind of like. He could have been like, um, I'm the king of kings. You don't tell me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, because she's like, why don't you tell her? Yeah. yeah and he could have been like, um, I'm, I'm the Messiah. Why aren't you sitting at my feet? You yeah. know what I mean? But Jesus had no pride in him whatsoever. But he says, why are you worried and upset over all those details? There is one thing worth being concerned about. Mary has discovered it, and it will not be taken away from her. <sighs> so that just wrecked me because I've, I've been in such a season where if, if you sit still too long, you just sit there and think, man, there's so much I got to be doing. There's, uh, and, and a lot of parents, Gray's about to turn two years old, so we don't know about you know, sports and and all the different events that go on. But I know that life gets busy. Mm -hmm. Like you could fill up your schedule if you wanted to just like that. You, You could fill up your schedule with a whole bunch of things. But what Jesus is saying to these two sisters right here, and it's a great analogy is he's saying like, Martha, I know that you see all of those things that need to be done. But I want you to see that your sister is the one that has found the true, tre- like the true treasure. Mm, yeah, she's found rest in in the midst. She Mary probably could have looked around and sit there and go, "Man, Martha's really going to be ticked at me <laughs> I should once, probably do once Jesus leaves. I'm going to get the skull. She's going to rip me a new one." All of know? us like <laughs> had that have been children before, so all of us know that that's what happens. When- yeah. Your guests leave the house, and then your parents, your parents decide like, to unload on everything that you did wrong. But I, it wasn't. It wasn't because. It wasn't because Mary was lazy. Mm-hmm. It was because Mary truly knew. She was feeling what it would felt like to be at rest at the feet of Jesus. Mm. And honestly, like. I've been a Martha and I've been a Mary. And yeah. I think we all have had our times of being both. And so I encourage you, Martha's, to have grace for the Marys. And I encourage you, Marys, to have faith for the, faith, <laughs> grace for the Marthas. Because sometimes we just had those times in our life where we have to learn. Where Jesus yeah. has to be like, my dear Martha. Yeah. You know. Well, and that's what I love about the New Testament as well, because Jesus was correcting everyone. <laughs> like, like it wasn't, it wasn't just, you know, poor, poor Peter, man. He was trying his best, but it just felt like he was always, you know, coming up short. But I think that that's exactly what it means to when you can learn to rest 
at the feet of Jesus, it's not about getting it right. Mm-hmm. And it's not about being super mom or super dad or, or being, you know, the best possible person that you can be in your own works. It's about understanding that there are certain things I can control and certain things that I can't. But one of the major things that I can control is making sure that I'm permanently rested at the feet of Jesus. Mm. And there's no better illustration for that than what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 11, whenever he said, come to me, all Uh, you, you know, that are like have heavy burdens, heavy burdened, yeah. you know, and, and you my yoke is easy. My burden is light. It's, it's understanding that you're, you're taking that yoke and, and you're placing it on him. But if you're constantly mm-hmm. at his feet, then you don't have to worry about what all's going on. You can just sit in that position of being at rest and it's a beautiful spot. And if you feel like you're really burdened and it's really heavy and your yoke is not light um, I would go back and spend some time with Jesus because he'll show you some stuff that you need to drop off. He'll show you some stuff that's not eternal value that you don't need to be having in your yeah. life. And he might show you some other things that you do need to pick up and it will bring rest. I know you think like adding will not bring rest, but it's certain things that we're created to do and what the Lord's called us to do because the things that the Lord's called us to do is what Jesus is talking about, like his yoke is light i mean when we're doing Mm -hmm. what the lord's called us to do then he just wants to bless us by working through us and when things are working through us we're not the ones that are like chugging you know i I see that little water machine thing the old-fashioned do you know what i'm talking about it's like in the streams and it picks up water it's like a like a little paddle thing yeah yeah I, i see it like that and you know the gear shift like that's the Lord moving that. We just get to carry the water and pour it and carry and pour. But it's like he does like the dun, 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 like to keep it mm-hmm. going. Like he's pulling the lever, you know. Yeah. He's doing all the heavy work for us. And a lot of the times we do some things that the Lord hasn't necessarily called us to do. They're not bad things. They're good things. Yeah. Um, but they're not what God's called us to do. So that load is heavy because we're doing that lever and we're also picking up the water and we're pouring the water out and we're doing the lever again. doing the lever. So it's like we have no help because the Lord hasn't called us to do that. Yeah. <clears throat> we're doing it all in our own strength as yeah. well. And I think that what one thing that I know about the Lord, at least with me personally, it might not be the same for everybody that's listening, but one thing that the Lord always does with me is I'll literally sit there and just try to talk to the Lord and be like, Lord, show me, show me of things to come. You know, like I, I always want to be that guy that's like, I can, I can see things because the Lord shows them to me like in advance. But what he shows me is things in me that need to change. <laughs> and you're and, like, I didn't ask yeah. for that. Lord. And I was like, well, no, Lord, I, I know that I'm a work in progress. So let's just move on from that. And like, I already know. Okay. <laughs> and so I, a couple of weeks ago, literally every time I went to sit down to pray, the Lord was just showing me things, wrongs that needed to be made right and, and different things that I had done and things that I needed to repent for and turn away from. And it was just crazy because I was thinking coming to God like this, but he was over here going, well, this is what I need you to do over here on the other side. So um, I just come, okay, I'm just going to rest at the feet of Jesus because when I try to do things my way, I end up spun out of control and not really know where I'm at. But um, it kind of makes me think, you, you were talking about um, adding things on, but if they're from the Lord, 
they'll literally fill you up. Yeah. So it's not like it will stretch you thinner. It'll actually yeah. fill up your spirit, man. So therefore, you'll you'll be more, you know, you, you'll be energized by it because it's what you are made for. Mm-hmm. It's what you were created to do. And I think about Paul where he was literally asking the Lord to remove the thorn in his flesh and and the Lord said no I'm not I'm not going to remove it but my grace is sufficient, sufficient yeah. for you. And so when we are when we are moving in that God-centered purpose and resting at the feet of Jesus his grace is sufficient for us no matter what mm-hmm. we could possibly go through and and as long as he is the one steering the boat or steering the the vehicle, you know, Jesus take the wheel type stuff. As long as he is the one that's doing it, his grace is sufficient for us. If we're strung out and we're pulled in so many different directions and we're just like, man, I just wish I could get some rest. I wish I could get a break. I think it's time to reevaluate what is in our life that's of God and what yeah. is us. Mm-hmm. And that's when you can really find rest is when you know, okay, this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. This is what the Lord's called me to do. I'm finding rest right here because I know I'm in the exact spot that I'm supposed to be and the Lord's with me. Um, something else too, because I was thinking maybe some people are questioning this. Maybe the Lord has called you to do something that you're doing, but not in the timing that you're doing it. Mm. You know, maybe you started too early um, and you weren't fully prepared. So just be humble in that and step back and let them teach you and prepare you yeah. for those things too, because don't think, Oh no. Well, yeah, I don't feel, I don't feel replenished and restful, but I love this. And I felt like this is what the Lord called me to. Oh my gosh. It just might be the wrong timing. So don't, don't freak out and don't think like, Oh, Oh my gosh, everything the Lord said to me, is it even true? Um, <laughs> don't let the enemy or yourself yeah. lie to you about that. You yeah. know, that was something I was hearing. So I just wanted to add that little, yeah, absolutely. Well, and I was talking to uh, one of my buddies the other day, and he said, he sent me a text. He goes, do you think it's possible to walk in the calling that God has for your life and not realize it? And I said, absolutely, mm. because your perspective is wrong. I think that God never keeps you in the same place very long. That's why we go through seasons. But if you're in a specific season right now and you're constantly looking forward to the next one, you're missing what God has for you in this one. And so, but when you when you bring yourself, when your life is, I mean, I'm not saying that you don't have a bunch of activities going on, but I'm saying that even in the midst of that, you're still finding time to center yourself at the feet of Jesus. Yeah. Then you're exactly where you're supposed to be and the yoke is easy and the burden is light. And that's his promise. Mm -hmm. That's not any type of wisdom from me. That comes straight from the Bible. And so if the Bible says it, then I think that we should do it. I agree. (laughs) Oh my goodness. But guys, this is so good. I hope that this um, just was what you needed to hear. You know, we always pray every every week and spend time with the Lord and just really talk about what we should talk about. This isn't just like a random thing because yeah, we don't write notes on it and we don't make it like a this and this and this with bullet points, but we really do lean on the Lord and hope and pray that it's, it's always him speaking through us and not us because I don't have much great things to tell you, but he does. No. Yeah. (laughs) 
I I can only boast in weakness because I feel like that's all I'm full of. And that's all he's been showing us <laughs> is a lot of our weakness. Yeah. And that means you're growing. That means yeah. he's refining you. So it's good. For sure. Keep it up, Lord. Show me more things I do wrong. <laughs> Absolutely. But our prayer is for each and every one of you this week to find rest at the feet of Jesus. Yeah. Be be a Mary. I know that that we think that the, a Martha is what the world wants and what our family needs and everything. But Jesus is saying, be a Mary because she has found what's truly what is truly important in life. And so that's our prayer for you this mm-hmm. week. If you find yourself in a spot where you're just in a whirlwind and you're, you feel like you're too busy, refocus and ask yourself the question, am I being a Mary right now or am I being a Martha? And I think that you'll notice in that perspective shift that something will happen and you'll be able to really center yourself back on, okay, this is exactly what I need to do. Mm-hmm. But that's our prayer for you this week. So we hope that you guys have a great week. Thank you for joining us this week. And uh, we will see you next week right here on the podcast. But go find rest at the feet of Jesus this week. And we will see you next time. Bye, guys. Love you. Okay. Uh Bye, 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 bye.